Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. What do you do when your dream dies? I've got to tell you, I will never forget. It was, um, man, it's more than 20 years ago, almost 25 probably. I was driving up 90, I-95 in Florida. Uh, in the my girlfriend at that time in her car because I didn't have a car a house or anything I was driving up 95 and I was just I broke down crying thinking about having to call my mother and tell her that my restaurant that I owned had been seized by the tax authorities the IRS here in the US and they were gonna auction it off I was like the first guy in my family who like went into business for myself and was supposedly successful and worked hard and did all that stuff. And you know, we had started it, a partner and I had started it. We didn't really have enough money to, to start a place. We kind of bootstrapped it, got behind on the taxes and they came and seized the place. Uh, and I'm telling you, it was just emotionally crippling for me. Uh, it just seemed crushing to me. I just, I didn't know how I would ever rebuild my world again. Uh, but I got to tell you, here it is 20, 25 years later, and if I think back on everything that happened in my business life, that was the best thing of anything in my career that happened to me, was the day they took that restaurant away from me. And, uh, but I had no way of knowing it at the time, of course. I had these emotional, I was just emotionally uh, wounded. I actually went down to South Miami where nobody knew me. I got a job in a, a, a diner where I was a breakfast cook. I went in every day at six in the morning flipping eggs at a diner in a drugstore. Uh, just because nobody knew me there and I just, I had to get away and like rebuild my psyche. Uh, but I got to tell you, because, you know, they had seized the restaurant, I had no house, no car, I was 55000 in debt. I mean, I just, at that time, 55000 might as well have been $100 million. Uh, but it was the best thing because it made me rethink my life. And I just decided, you know, I'd always wanted to be a writer, maybe I'd do some writing. I started doing some freelance writing, and uh, that turned into... Uh, just a lot of things that led me on the path to where I am today and I think I have the best job in the world you know other than you know maybe uh, starting shortstop for the Yankees or the the Marlins or someone else but other than that in terms of the real world jobs out there I love what I do and I would have never got here if that restaurant wasn't taken away from me because I would have been stuck in the get up every morning around 9, 9.30, go into the restaurant around 11, and I worked till 4 a.m. We, we, after 4, we were open till 4 a.m. every day, delivery pizza place. Uh, and so I'd get home around 5 in the morning, uh, crash, wake up, go to work, and I did that every day. My day off, maybe I'd go in at uh, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, do the orders, do the inventory, do the schedule. If everybody showed up for the night shift, maybe I could leave at six or seven and go see a movie or go to dinner like real people did. Uh, I was trapped in that hamster wheel. and uh, thinking that I was living the American dream because you guys know I had a, uh, came from a simple family, single mother, raised three kids by herself, worked very hard. 
uh, we didn't have a lot of money and so I owned a restaurant so I thought that was a big deal but it was a horrible deal I basically bought myself a minimum wage shop uh, so I'm gonna tell you sometimes this happens and we don't know now if you would have asked me at that day that week that month maybe even that year I would have told you it's the most horrible thing that ever happened to me but it, it really was the best thing that happened in my career so I think of today, when I'm kind of an angel investor, whether it's for apps, technology, startup stuff, and, and I think of the, the attitude that we have. We invest in startups, and if you're an investor like me, we don't expect them all to make it. We expect most of them not to make it. So we do these small initial seed round investments uh, in a number of uh, ventures, and we hope one or two out of 15 or 20 is going to pan out. And the ones that don't, we don't feel bad. We don't feel bad for the founders and the owners. And the, we, they knew it and we knew it that, hey, they've got this idea. It might get some traction in the marketplace. It might not. But we're going to give it a shot. We're going to give it our best case scenario. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, we're going to close it down. We're going to find something else. And we're going to get the next idea. And that one may be the hot one. That one could be the next Twitter, the next Uber, the next Facebook, the next whatever, right? So one of the things I've learned is if an entrepreneur doesn't make mistakes, they don't make anything. So just I'd like to, for this show this week, I'd like to suggest you kind of reframe how you look at your job, your career, your business, uh, and failure in its entirety. And no, and of course we could go through all the cliches and you know, when one door closes, another one opens. I really believe that. Uh, I know it's trite, I know it's a cliche, but I really believe sometimes we need to get doors slammed in our face. In other words, or we would never look at that another door. I would never be uh, in the space I am today if that door wasn't slammed in my face. So I think it's important that uh, I, when you have this dream, and we get so emotionally attached in our dreams that uh, it, it, we, it's hard to be objective. And that's a good thing, because that's what gives us the passion, that's what drives it. But when it comes to a point, at some point we've got to have enough people in our life that we, we love them and they love us and we trust them and we know they'll tell us the truth and we can say, hey, what's my chances here? What do you think of this? And they can say, hey, keep hanging in there, you're almost breakthrough or they'll, they, they are qualified to tell you and you're qualified to, to really think about this and say, you know, I gave this my best shot, the market didn't respond and it's time for me to look for the next idea. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.